What up, LoveQuest Nation? Thanks so much for tuning in to the LoveQuest International Church Podcast. In such uncertain times, we can guarantee that the word you are about to hear is certain, it is true, and with applied faith, it will change your life. So enjoy today's message brought to you by our very own Pastor Terrence Richmond as he leads us with hope, faith, and love through a turn in history. Enjoy! message, I want you to shout it out. One, two, three. Right. If he forgot, but that's okay. If he forgot. Prisoners of hope. Say, say I am a prisoner of hope. I was about to say sciatic nerve. Say I am a prisoner of hope. We still going to have fun. We still going to act crazy up in here. Uh, we're going to cry, we're going to laugh, we're going to be serious, but one thing we're going to do is we're going to transform. But before I get back into Prisoners of Hope, I just want to share something really quickly, because I believe it's the church, people looking for answers, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, a lot of people don't have answers. Doctors don't have answers, government don't, people are doing their best to stay afloat, but God didn't call us to float. He called us to swim and be anchored. Say nothing floaty about me. First Samuel 17. Bear with me. I just got this when I was walking out. Walk it out. Walk it out. <laughs> we do have some ghetto people here at Love Quest, so... <laughs> so please understand. <laughs> and if you ghetto, this is the church for you. Amen. 1 Samuel 17. And I believe it is. Where are you? Here we go. We're going to swim our way around this one. We're going to go to. 1 Samuel 17, verse 24. Let's do this. 1 Samuel 17, verse 24. If you're at home, grab your Bible, grab your iPod, your phone, whatever. Maybe you need multiple devices because one of your devices is being used to be streamed. Over the next couple of weeks, we are going to be upgrading. Again, this is our first time doing this, and so we will have scriptures in the screen and all of those things. And so, But for today, you're going to have to uh, use your limbs. Okay? And all the men of Israel, when they saw man, fled from him, terrified. All the men of Israel, when they saw, they, they ran, they fled, they were terrified. Verse 25, I'm going to have to do it old school. And the Israelites said, have you seen this man who has come out? Surely he has come out to defy Israel. Ooh. Now David is being sent out to take his brothers 
Some sandwiches. No. Charcuterie board. <laughs> David is come out to take his brothers a charcuterie board. Mind you, David has been anointed. And just because he was anointed, he didn't take it as his time to call his own appointment. David was anointed to be king over a nation, but still had to be found faithful over a micro version of a nation before he was able to go macro. Everybody want macro. Macaroni and cheese is what I want right now. But I take some microwave. Man, I'm just playing. I'm going to try to work this one. I'm going to try to work this one. <laughs> but this is very important because David was found faith just because you are gifted, talented, anointed, and just because you've been ordained or got your degree don't mean it's your time. And if you skip the micro season, you may fumble the macro season. And what you got to understand about macro season is there's more at stake. Say, Lord, ease me in. <laughs> ease me. Easy like Sunday morning. We go. <laughs> so, verse. Don't forget y'all live in a small, in a tight place. All right. He say, surely he has come out to defy Israel. And the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free from taxes and service in Israel. The, the reward of patience. You got to understand, patience just don't bless you, but it blesses your household. And it gives you favor with authority. <laughs> you, you see what he says right here is he says that your taxes, you will be free from your taxes. This ain't saying favor going to get you to never pay taxes. That ain't what this is saying. I'm using taxes as a metaphor to say that you will find favor in high places when you wait on the Lord. Okay, make it clear. Make it clear. Verse 26, and David said to the men standing by him, what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away, away the reproach from Israel? What is the benefit or the reward of a man facing an enemy of his family? Because up to this point, everybody is afraid of this giant. And no one in the bloodline is willing to take a stand. And mind you, the process to get to David was his father and mother brought out everybody who looked on the outside like they qualified for the war outside okay 
And the Lord says, this is what the Lord says, man judges on the outward appearance. So I don't care how fine they is. I don't care what kind of resources they got. I don't care the color of their skin. I don't care if they was born into to, to, they daddy a king. I don't care if they got a Ferrari. I don't care if you live in the richest, one of the richest places in the world. I don't care who it is. I look at man's heart. So give me a toe up, beat up person whose heart is thirsty and hungry for me. I'll take them over any day, someone whose heart is thirsty and hungry for the world's resources. He say, look, David said to the men, what, what's, what's up? What I'm going to get? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine? I want you to understand, David is not trying to make a deal with God. He's asking man what's in it for me. Do you want to understand this? Because he's saying, if I am going to release this anointing, it's going to have to be worth it. You're not going to have me fight no battles that you're going to be trying to tell me what to do with this oil. If you're going to hire me on staff, I can't be governed by your board. I can obey. Right? But you better know the price of your oil before you just spill it on any project. See, David was not just faithful over his family. He could have been there pouting. Why y'all didn't pick me? He wasn't just faithful over his gifts and talents, but he was faithful, faithful over the oil on his life. Your talents and gifts is one thing. But you need the oil all on it. See, you got to be faithful over the oil. He says, surely he has come out. Verse 26 says this. He says, what do I get? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine? He was like, first of all, y'all didn't even check the giant out. Y'all didn't even pat him down. He ain't even got nothing there. What he working with? He all big up here. He, 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 he search him down. <laughs> see, see, y'all think I'm joking. You think I'm, you think I'm, oh, the Bible says, try the spirit. You over here afraid of somebody's physical posture, financial position, and you ain't tried their spirit. They ain't as smart as you think they are. They don't have as much power as you think. The only power they have is what you giving them. Come on. And if you spent time in the backfield instead of trying to rush to the macro season, you would have understood how much power you got. If you're trying to rush out into the world instead of spending time in your secret place, getting rooted in who you are and whose you are. He said, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? David knew who he was. And I'm here to remind you and you and you of who you are. This is not the moment to be afraid. While the city and the nation is wondering, what are we going to do? 
when we have coronavirus, this giant staring at us right in our face, who's going to rise up and be the David in this moment while the enemy is taunting a people? That's why I'm telling you, you thought, you love question, you thought this year was called eyes to see. <laughs> Just for some little simple reason. Now, you don't need eyes to see if it's easy to see. You need eyes to see. And then you need eyes to the sea because the harvest is what? Plenty. And the men told him, thus shall it be done for the man who kills him. This is what you're going to get. Now, Eliab, his eldest brother, heard what he said to the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David and he said why did you come here man with whom have you left those few sheep in the wilderness see, see what his brother didn't get is that his David's assignment was over and you're going to have many people trying to keep you where you used to be because they didn't call you forth they're not in agreement with God calling you forth you better know you call forth. He say, uh, uh, where you go, where you go? Why did you come here? With whom have you left the, uh, the sheep to? I know your presumption and evilness of heart. You have to be willing to be misunderstood when call, God calls you out. If you are trying to please any and everybody, then, then pleasing man and God will never work. You please God, you will find favor with man. That's scripture. He said, for you, you came down that you might see the battle. He thought David was coming. See, people going to put their insecurities on you. They afraid that they about to get a beat down. And they don't want their little brother to see it. So out of their anxiety, they like, what you come down here for? You ever see Barbershop Cedric the Entertainer? What you come down here for? What you come down here for? <laughs> if you haven't saw it, you don't know what's so funny. But oh my God, go watch it. Amen. What, <laughs> what you come down here for? And they did <laughs> They down here so nervous. And you know when you're afraid, how, how easy people get on your nerves. And then you mad at them, but it's because you on edge. So now they on edge, so they, they, he just showed up to bring them a sandwich. No, not a sandwich. Charcuterie board. There we go. Not knowing. That they answer to their prayer was in this small package. <laughs> that, that, that they had. That's why you can never have a superiority or inferiority complex. You can never think because of your stature or your lack or what God can't use you. Jesus showed up in a fashion that nobody, if they was looking for a king who was riding in, in, in lavishly and robed up and jewelried up, 
rims and spinners and gold teeth and chains. And Jesus just came up in a manger, just humble. Don't neglect the hidden seasons. A lot of your growth can come when if you accept being hidden. But when you're so focused in this day and age, say, I'm still here. Hey, I'm going to go on a hiatus. I'm, I'm not going to be on social media for two months. So uh, I'll let you know when I get back. Why they got to know you leaving? And why they got to know you back? Just be hidden. Because you don't understand that the Lord needs you to leave people in suspense. What's a surprise without suspense? The Lord is into surprises. Say surprise. surprise. You say, for who is this uncircumcised Philistine? I read that already. Let me go back. That's why I, I, all these letters, I'm getting old. All these left. Be one of you ever see them people? I'm, I'm talking to the live. You ever, if you read your phone like this, put it down. Put it down. Increase them letters. Maybe you read one word at a time. Extra large, extra long, extra large. You feel me? <laughs> hey Amen. Let me let me focus. Let me focus. Let me focus. <laughs> let me focus. It says, he says, and David said, what have I done now? You've ever felt like you, you just keep getting on people's nerves? Or people watch you so closely, they're always picking at what you do. Very judgmental, very critical. And you can't do them, you can't do right at all. I'm here to tell you, maybe it's not because you're such a bad person. Maybe it's because the enemy for sure wants to keep you in a certain mindset and image of yourself and hold you to who you used to be. Sometimes, sometimes your new man skirts ahead of your old man. And that's why you need to remain faithful and consistent so your new man can completely create a distance from your old man. And sometimes your spirit can get confused because you know you have a new man, but some of your old ways creep in. But because your old man is still kicking around, it doesn't mean that he's not defeated. Stop giving life to the kicks of your old man. They're, they're just kicks. They're just kicks. It's just like a fish out of water. They, they got a little, only a little season to keep flapping. And I'm here to tell some of you, you in your flapping season. Hmm. It's only a matter of time before your old man suffocates. Just stay on board. Just stay on board. He say, 
What have I done now? Was it not a harmless question? I can't inquire the promises of God. You want me to remain in fear? You want me dependent on mom and dad? He said, and, and, and David turned away. I, I think we said something about turning away this morning. David turned away from Eliab to another. That's a word right there, too. Stop trying to get affirmation from the same person that won't give you affirmation. Or their affirmation is up and down. They say you nice, they say you nice, they say they love you one day, they say this and they say that, then the next day it changed. You love me or you don't. Doesn't mean you don't have to be held accountable, but it does mean that you got to circle yourself around people that keep what God says about you on their tongue towards you. Right? I may make mistakes, but that cannot identify me. But there may be a season where you got to encourage yourself. And that's okay. You say, and David turned away and it's the same question. And again, the men gave him the same answer. Maybe it's just going to be a lonely season. When David's words were heard, they were repeated to Saul and he sent from him. David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of this Philistine your servant will go out and fight with him. And I don't care if you're a pastor, a leader, maybe you're too weary, maybe you're too weak, a believer. I don't know who you are. You may be weary. You may be um, fatigued. You may be at your last um, bit of strength. But there is some believers that will go out and fight on your behalf. Right? Don't, don't, don't try to shut my mouth because I'm speaking faith and you too weak in this moment to feel like opening your mouth to what God has promised. We ain't mad at you, but we going to fight for you. And then you can lay down, you can bow down, you can do whatever you want to do. But the rewards that God put up on the faithful, I believe that God will reign on the unfaithful in this season. Say, I will fight for you. He said, that's okay. Y'all think I'm crazy. See, you can bless your enemies when you acknowledge their opposition against you comes from ignorance. You just don't know better. You can't even see all of this. Right? You don't even know who you persecuting. Like, if you really knew who I was, that's what Jesus said. If they really knew who I was, they would have never killed me. That's why he was able to hang on the cross and say, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Don't take it personal. But a lot of times we take it personal because what they're saying about us, we kind of think the same thing. <laughs> See, but I could love you despite what you say to me if I really believe I'm not what you say I am. You just, you don't, you... <laughs> You really don't know. Wow, you, you can't see, huh? <laughs> you, you ain't her? <laughs> the Lord wants to bless you so you can bless your enemies. David turned away. When David's words were heard, they were repeated to Saul, and he sent to him. David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail. 
your servant will go out. Verse 33 says, and Saul said to David, you are not able to go to fight against this Philistine. What do you do when leaders, mentors, pastors, moms, dads, don't believe you're able to do what God called you to do? Again, Saul was sent to anoint me, but Saul wasn't out there when God was working the anointing out in me. Right? Everybody that was at your ordination service, they're not in your secret place with you. So they don't understand the transformation that's happening on the inside. They saw, they saw somebody lay hands on you, but they don't understand the anointing place on you. They think it was just a traditional thing that's happening. And meanwhile, the more they press up against you, they don't understand they're pressing against the anointing, the call of God. The word says, touch not my anointing. And they don't understand that something is happening on the inside. I'm, I'm sharpening my skills. Your persecution is making me a better prayer warrior. Woo! Your persecution is making me lift my hands more than I ever have before. Your persecution is making me more efficient and more accurate. Your persecution has made me now stop praying my emotions and learn how to pray the word. Your persecution is driving me to faith-filled, spirit-filled believers. Your persecution is causing me to depend on God more. If the enemy knew what he was doing, he would leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. Keep messing with me. Keep messing with me. Keep messing with me. Thank you, mama. Thank you, daddy. Thank you, brother. Thank you, wife. Thank you, husband. Thank you, co-worker. Thank you, boss. Thank you, Trump. Thank you, Trudeau. Thank you, politician. Thank you. Thank you for running out of government aid on me. Now I got to depend on my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Say thank you. And Saul said to David, you ain't able. He's able. I can hear David saying that. You right, I ain't, but he's able. Man, y'all too late. Verse 34. Verse 33. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go fight against the Philistines. You are only an adolescent. Then you hear Timothy, be, don't let them despise you because you're young. Anointing has no age on it. You can learn how to listen to your kids because they, they may be a special anointing. Your kid, your seven-year-old, your five-year-old, your ten-year-old, your eleven-year-old could be a prophet before any man ordained them to be a prophet. Let no man, you are only an adolescent and he has been a warrior. Give me what experience can. Anointing can give me what the classroom can't teach me. Anointing, say anointing. Say I'm anointed for this. 
You right, I don't got the education. You right, I didn't go to the school you went to. You right, but the Lord is with me. Your diploma can't get you through this season. Um, it maybe can, I don't know. But you cannot discredit the anointing because you got credits. Verse 34, that's Effie for all of you need to know. That's Effie right there. And David said to Saul, your servant kept his father's sheep. David said to Saul, I've been faithful. And when there came a lion or again a bear and took a lamb out of man, man, I, I, I am a witness to this. I will take being on the front line, walking with God, experiencing life, being a, taking on the challenge of being a husband, being a father, working through mishandling finances, working through studying, working through being woken up in the middle of the night and reading the scriptures instead of only reading the scriptures when I got a class to read scriptures. I will take the route God has called me to take any day. Because what we see right here is, Saul, you looking on how young I am and my minimal experience in life because I've been sheltered. But you don't know what me and God has been through in my secret place. You don't know the lessons I learned when you think I was just tending the sheep. No, but you understand that God provided me an opportunity to fight a bear and fight a lion when I was faithful over the sheep. Yeah, don't discredit me being a stay-at-home mom. Don't, don't, don't let nobody, dis they don't understand the bears and the lions you got to fight staying at home with your kids, dropping your kids off at ball games. They don't understand the wars that's going on in your head. The lessons you're learning. Yeah, you unemployed. But if you embrace the moment of being unemployed, you will be provided opportunities that will equip you to go back in the workforce stronger and more equipped. And what you don't understand is somebody may be more qualified for the next job you're going to get. But they won't have the wisdom that your boss will need. Oh, trust me. We're stepping into the season where wisdom will bring promotion. Woo! Wisdom will bring promotion. A conversation will bring promotion. If you're just willing and able to hear from the Lord. He said, and when there came a lion, or again, a bear, and took the lamb out of the flock, I went out after it. There's so much to do. In your alone time. And smote it and delivered the lamb out of its mouth. David did not know the day was coming where he had to face a giant. But he did not run from facing the bear. 
you just well, Lord hurry up and get me to the macro hurry up and he like man you, you, you're not even facing this battle right here you think you're going to be able to handle that battle love quest you think you're going to be able to handle a thousand member church a two thousand member church and you can't even guide 50 people through this season I love we hidden I love it but I promise you, anyone that's willing to be hidden in the arms of God will not be hidden for long. So the next thing after a person, because you got all these shy people. The Lord is keeping some of you hidden because you're afraid to be exposed for who you are. And I'm not talking about exposed, but the Lord needs you to be okay with being unveiled. He needs your gift and some of your gifts are public gifts. Some of your gifts are out front. Some of your voices are to be in the microphone. David was faithful over his gift. He said, I caught it by the beard and smote it and killed it. Your servant killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine, remember I patted him down. I know what's up. Shall be like one of them. Like one of who? There is no battle that the Lord will not prepare you for. He said this, this giant may be even bigger than the bear. But the same anointing is for one size fit all. One size, one size fit all. One size fit all. Say one size fit all. uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them for he has defied the armies stop taking attack personal when you authentically are messing with me and persecuting me and I'm just doing my father's business mistakes and all you are also fighting the cloud of witnesses you 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 to mess with the wrong person because when you bring that energy to me, do you know the army that is praying for you? I declare every person that's persecuting you shall bow their knees to the Lord. <laughs> it just looks, it looks like the pattern of the Lord. Because the Lord is not out to kill your enemies. He's out to save you. David said, the Lord who delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go, and the Lord be with you. Then Saul clothed David with his armor. He put a bronze helmet on his head and clothed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword over his armor. Then he tried to go, but, but could not for he was not used to it. It's time that you walk in your own faith. Your mama faith can't. Your daddy faith can't. Um, and also, the armor you used before Corona ain't gonna work. The Lord says, my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. 
You could look at Saul's armor representing works. <laughs> and David's armor represented faith in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. This is all I got. I'm not trying to get some, I'm not trying to use somebody else's gift. I'm going to be faithful over this gift. Because remember, this same slingshot skill is the same thing. See, some of us trying to um, 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 walk in gifts and talents and opportunities that our DNA is unfamiliar with. Before I formed you in your mama's womb, I knew you. Meaning you was made, you was wrapped up, you was prepared for a purpose. Now you're wondering why this really cool thing still ain't sitting well with you. Because you didn't put on your original DNA, your new man, and now you, you, it just don't work, to, it don't work together. Be okay. We're moving into a season also right now the Lord is sitting some of us down. So we can learn to be okay with what he called us to do. And not do a bunch of stuff just because we're trying to collect affirmation. You know, the more I'm involved in, the more friends I got. The more I'm involved in, the more opportunities I get. I could do a lot. There was a season to do everything. But if you try to fight Goliath with all of that metal on, you're not going to be able to last. Some of us have to be okay. With the gift that God needs in this season. Then Saul clothed David. We read that. And David girded his sword. And then verse 40. Let's go to verse 40. After David took it off. Say take it off. Then he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones. Five representing grace, New Testament believers, out of the brook and put them in his shepherd's lunch bag, a whole girl's skin, kid's skin, slung from his shoulder. This brother is like naked on naked and afraid. He just picked his little, he just got his little, his little wrap. And I love it because it said that he just picked up five stones from where he was. And it don't matter where God sends you, he will always provide the weapons you need. Oh, that's why all you need to be worried about is obeying the Lord because he will provide everything you need. He can send you into where drought and, and, and famine is, but he will provide for you. That's why you can be in a very fruitful place and not be fruitful if it ain't where he told you to go. And you're wondering why everybody else here being fruitful because they're where they're supposed to be. Um, um, whoever you are in here or watching, you are too comfortable not being where God told you to be. I'm going to say it again. You are too comfortable not being where God told you to be. <laughs> Some of us trying to save enough money, but now we can't go to work to save that money. Now what's your excuse to not be where God where you wants you to be? We're too comfortable not being 
where God has told us to be. Whoever that's for, take heed, obey. Hear the voice of the Lord and obey. I love David because he said, I'm not used to this armor. So David had his little lunch bag. He put his sling on. Verse 41, the Philistine came on and drew near to David, the man who bore the shield going before him. And when the Philistine looked around, saw David, he scorned and despised him for he was but an adolescent. He was offended with a healthy reddish color and a fair face. Some translation, David was fine. Fine. And the Philistine said to David, you really think you're going to lead people without a doctorate? <laughs> you really think you're going to get that car without that down payment? <laughs> you really think you're going to be healed without that medicine? Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all don't hear me, though. Stop looking at what you got or don't got and look at what he got. <laughs> he said, the Philistine said to David, verse 44, come to me and I will give you or give your flesh to the birds. Super cocky. Then said David to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword a spear and a javelin but I come to you in the name of the Lord man I, I come to you in the name see I I, I, I ain't you right you I see you showed up with all you got I showed up with all or with who I got see and when you show up with who you got, you only got what you you don't only got what you got, but you got what they got. Woo! Double down, double down. He said, Philistine said to David, come to me and I will in verse, verse 45 or verse 36. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Stand bold, you guys. Declare, prophesy. This day the Lord is delivering the harvest into the church's hands. And I will smite you and cut off your head and I will give the corpses of the army of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God that all of Canada may know that there is a God. I believe we are in a prophetic moment that all you got to do is say stand. All you got to do is stand and people not taking heed to this moment. God will deal with them on the other side of this. Right. This is not the season where you are going to have to cower, be bold, re-ask, drop your nets again. And after this, you can be done with begging. It was a season my grandmama told my mama, I'm going to hand you over to the Lord. That's kind of the worst thing you could do. Because now you really got to fight the Lord. Right? And so for me, you got to know the harvest is plenty. And when he told them to go out, 
They came back and reported and gave them all the excuses of men. And what did the Lord say? Cool, leave them alone. There's some out there that's hungry and thirsty. There's some out there, they, they don't got no money, but they're hungry. For, they need soul wealth right now. So let people worship what they worship, worship their idols, worship who they want, what they want. It's okay. I will handle it. Be bold. Be courageous. Know who you with. Know whose you are. And you go forward and you see, you see that David, not only, David did not wait for the enemy to charge him. David didn't retreat like this. Come on. David, the word says in verse Forty-eight. You can't just prophesy. You got to follow the word. <laughs> Come on, Carolyn. I heard that's true. You got to follow. You can't just speak the word for. It's kind of like some of y'all think when the, when the ambulance uh, go by, you sometimes have thought about, I'm going to follow him because he just, he just opening up the highway. He, he just, hey, follow the ambulance. Because by their authority, they're making a way out of no way. Follow the fire truck. Follow the government authority. Okay, cop, we pull over. Okay, cool. Now I can, I'm following the truck. Why? Because they have just opened up the sea. And that's the same thing your word does. Every time you release a word, it goes forth. The silliest thing you could do is release a word and do not have corresponding action. That's why the, the word says, faith without what? Works are dead. See, I'm going to follow the ambulance. Hey, see, because he said he sent his word to heal our disease. Come on, the word, man, the word speaks on all this stuff. Look at what he said. When the Philistine came forward to meet David. When Corona came forth to meet David, when AIDS came forth to meet David, when, 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 when hepatitis C came to meet your uncle, when, when diabetes came to meet your mama, when, when, when cancer came to meet your auntie, your uncle, when cancer creeped into your bloodline, you didn't sit there and say, oh, poor, oh, woe is me. You ran quickly. You run quickly after the word is released. You can't wait. You got to go. <laughs> he said, David ran quickly towards the battle. It's not time for the church to retreat. It's time for the church to quickly run. That's what Jesus said. The harvest is what? Ripe. It's white. It's ripe. And it's right now. Go listen to the to video if you want to catch up. The last thing we said was, see, we got to understand praise because our motto of praise and the house of praise is modeled after David's praise. And that's why we said I get crazy when the devil act crazy. The devil come towards me. I am not on my heels. I actually have to engage warfare. 
There's nothing passive about warfare. It is two sides uh, uh, engaging each other. You can't be afraid of confrontation, conflict, right? You, you have to engage it. Now, there's levels of it, but I'm talking warfare right now. This is very important. Picture the ambulance. That's why I love quest. When we get a prophetic word, we have to act quickly. And maybe that word is telling us to wait. That means we got to wait quickly. Because you was rushing. Now you got to quickly start what? Wait and hit the brakes. I get crazy when the devil act crazy. James 1 tells me this. James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. To the 12 tribes, scatter. Servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, writing to the church that's being scattered. Scattered abroad among the Gentiles, amongst the Gentiles, scattered into the marketplace. Greetings. Don't trip. Just what? Rejoice. He said, My fellow believers, back to the Amplified Classic, that was the TPT, back, back, forth and forth, when it seems as though. You are facing nothing but difficulties. It is, it as, see it as, see difficulties as, who is he talking to? The church. See difficulties as an invaluable, you can't pay tuition for this. School is closed. So, So you mean to tell me because education, the mountain of education is crumbling right now. You don't think that God's mountain of education and revelation. Yes. School closed, but heaven is open. Yeah. Yeah. Say, speak, Lord. Revelation has opened up. He is speaking like never before. When it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulty, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you ever. He says, man, if you really want joy, you cannot avoid difficulty. Lord, I won't be restored in my joy. Joy, Lord, joy, 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 joy. He's like, cool. I'm going to give you joy because my joy was carved out to increase in times of difficulties. If you really want to know if somebody really got the joy of the Lord, see how they respond under pressure. You go, all you want to. But when that darkness come, you'll see who begins to fade. He says, Invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that that you can for you know that when your faith is tested what's being tested right now church faith Tested faith stirs up power Tested faith stirs up power say test me 
that my mama used to say that. That's a ghetto mama thing. Go ahead, test me then. Go on, try me. I wish him would. I wish a Ninja Turtle would. <laughs> For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power. Troy, Troy everybody want power. But you avoid People been, been texting, how you doing? I'm excited. I feel more charged than I did four weeks ago. There's this, this champion zone out under pressure. Because their default comes from their preparation. So you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up power within you to endure all things. That's why Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. That's why Wayne Gretzky is Wayne Gretzky. That's why Kobe was Kobe. What's the difference between Kobe, Michael, and all these great guys? When you got all these people in the NBA, all these people in the Olympics, what happens? When the light's on, Michael Jordan, like, I want the last shot. You paid. He was paid for the last shot. That's why Jesus, he's not just a starter, but he's the finisher. Woo! Bars! Within you to endure all things, there is a reserve tank for trouble. What's the little, what's the little generator? You look like a fool using a generator. And when it's on, as she just said, it generates more power. Yeah. And look, the generator is pointless if it never gets a chance to get in the game. So if you say that you are a holder of power, well, are you ready for the game? Because that power got to get used. Lord, give me strength to set these chairs up. Okay. You don't need the generator to set up chairs. If you need the generator to set up chairs, there's a problem. Y'all pray for me because I'm just being stretched with pastor. Pastor just asked me to uh, <laughs> set the chairs up five days in a row. I, see, that's just like when you call people for prayer, that's like going to get the generator. Because <laughs> you alone. You know, you get fed up. Elder Roseanne, please pray for me. Veronica, please pray for me. Hey, y'all pray for me right now. My job just gave me three hours. And I told them six. I want six. <laughs> the stuff we bombard heaven with is like, why are you going to use your generator for when you already got grace to get through what you need to get through? And some of us are using our generator over breakups. Why are you using your generator because he left you? You don't need a generator for when he left you. You just need a word. See, the generator comes out when all else fails. 
after you've done all you can do, after you've prayed, after you've read the word, after you've worshipped, after you went to that prayer circle, after you've sowed, after you've done all that that says do, move out the way, the generator is coming. <laughs> Woo! 13.02 o'clock. I like you. You like amen over the time. Amen. Hey, hallelujah. Short roll, 1302. <laughs> it's going to be so funny when, when, when actually we, when the doors open and the camera get wide and everybody, air, the, the people can see y'all. Amen. <laughs> and then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a season I got to go through so that what is put in me automate. Even when I can't help myself, my endurance releases something I need. You, you put a seed in the ground. It produces by itself. When you go through a season and allow patience and endurance to be rooted inside of you, the next season when persecution comes, when you can't help yourself, uh, 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 endurance will release something. Yeah, because let's keep it real, because you don't always release what you're supposed to release. Sometimes you release cuss words. Sometimes you release death. Sometimes you release the wrong stuff. And the Lord says, if you can go through this season and let patience have its perfect work. To every part of your being, try part harvest. Every part. I don't know who I'm talking to, but stop settling for external fruit. Try part harvest in 2020 is that your entire man will be wealthy. You will have peace. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my last piece. You gonna, you gonna, no, no, no. Can't nobody take the last piece of your mind. And how you get down to a piece. Amen. While you at home, lift your hands. While you at home, Shalom gonna hit your dome. Let him in. <laughs> While you at home, Shalom gonna hit your home. Let him in. Go ahead, tell your neighbor what's up there. While you at home, shalom gonna hit your dome. Let him in. Tell somebody else. While you at home, shalom gonna hit your dome. Let him in. Let him in. Say, this is my happy days. I declare wholeness. Come on. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. Come on, wholeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. Tell your neighbor there is wholeness in your life. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. Got two more for you, two more for you. It's good. A day is coming when this song will be sung in the land of Judah. There's a day coming where you're going to sing this song. What's the song, Lord? 
the city is a stronghold for us. The Lord's salvation, the Lord's salvation, like inner and outer walls, makes it secure. Open the gates and let a righteous, faith-filled people enter in. The gates of hell shall not prevail against us. See, we ain't just talking faith, but we are ambulance. We are following the word in this season. Love Quest, since we planted two, two or so years ago, we have had accelerated love, atomic love. We've had so many words. This is the season for us to get behind the ambulance and keep it pushing. Say keep it pushing. Say open the gates. Let us in. You will guard. Look, 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 look at what he say. You will guard him or her and keep him or her in perfect and constant peace. Perfect and constant peace. Uninterrupted peace. Who's what? Mine. Both its inclination and its character. You can tell whose mind stayed on Jesus. Because he commits or her commits, him commits, her commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. And this is why in this moment of pressure in history, we scream in loud what God says because our focus has not just started being on him, Love Quest. Those long hours of worship, the times you've been at church, the times you've been sowing and people not understanding, it is a part of you keeping your mind, it has been part of you keeping your investment in the place where no man can help you, you will have what? Perfect peace. And the people who persecuted you, stressing out while you got what? Perfect peace. I tried to told you. Verse 4, so trust in the Lord, commit yourself to him, lean on him, hope confidently in him forever. Why? For the Lord is an everlasting rock. Rock. He's an everlasting rock. He, he is strong. What you building your house on? Saying? This is, this is foundational inspection season. What you've been building your emotional stability on? Mm. John 16 said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. Oh. I have told you these things so that in me you have perfect peace and confidence. Yeah. I have told you these things so that in me, yeah. Yeah, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and I have told you these things 
so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence, confidence, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence, confidence, yeah, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence, confidence. Trials and distress and frustrations. In the world you have tribulations. Trials and distress and frustrations. But be good cheer. Have no fear. For the Lord is with me. He's with me. He's with me. He's with me. Of good cheer, have no fear, cause the Lord He's with me, He is with me. Be of good cheer, don't have you no fear, the Lord is with you, the Lord is with you. Be of good cheer, have you no fear. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Be of good cheer. Have you no fear? The Lord is with you. 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 Be of good cheer. Have you no fear? The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. One more time. Be of good cheer, have you no fear? The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. One more time. Be of good cheer, have you no fear? The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Quick! Be of good cheer, and have you no fear? There we go.
this over you as all the airwaves is full ain't no way I'm gonna be in dismay when the mayday signal on my radio frequency said it's harvest time rise and shine time she looking for it she looking for it it's what harvest time what did your radio frequency reading it's harvest time Rise and shine time. Rise and shine time. We're going to go back so you can catch this. Ain't no way I'm going to be in dismay when the Mayday signal on my radio frequency says it's harvest time. It's time for rise and shine. I am healed. Emancipation Day is today. Household salvation is here. And the word we have for you is to take courage. These are perfect conditions for the delivery of goods. Mayday. Make way. It's payday. Payday. Make way. It's payday. Come on, one more time. Mayday. Make way. It's payday. Why? Because I'm an Are overcomers. Yes. 
need a little more volume. I don't want to work for the mic. The mic got to work for me. You are an overcomer. I declare all things are made new. For those that are in Christ Jesus, old things have passed away. Come on. All things have passed away. And in Christ, all things are made what? New. Lord, we thank you for this season. It's probably the greatest season all of us could be in. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us throughout the week by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we get equipped with a powerful right now word. Have a great rest of your day and get your love fixed, man.